0: Oh, hey, it's me. Put your tinfoil hat on and let's get ready to party. Oh, hey, fancy seeing you here. Welcome to the podcast. My name's Naomi. I'm your host. And this is Mindful Musings a place where you get to learn all about fitness, nutrition, psychology, and how they're all deeply interconnected sometimes we take a tangent or two, but in the end, I thank you for joining me, thriving with me, and growing with me. Now, let's go learn something together, shall we? Hello! I think I have my chi back, my mojo. We're we're back on the pod. My life was really chaotic this year, and I've been learning to be less workaholic, and I think in doing so, I do less stuff. And learning... I mean, the good news is I'm learning to believe that that's okay. And it doesn't equate to my self-worth. But the bad news is, is y'all don't get a podcast since February. <laughs> but hey, you know, that's neither here nor there. We will, we will try, uh, you know, to be more organized. Approach it appropriately. See what is within our capacity, if you may. You know, I keep... I keep, you want to know how bad my ADD is? I thought I, well, I had something to talk about and I was like, yeah, and now I forgot what that thing was. So I'm going to pause for a moment, take a sip of tea, and then I'll remember. I remembered. It took a minute. I kind of remembered, I think. Um, (laughs) There's... I think I've been noticing a lot kind of constellating around me this, um, I'm going to call it self love. And there's always a part of me when I say self love that goes, like it like cringes and like, don't get it twisted. Okay. I'm down sort of (laughs) what I mean by that is like, Oh, I remembered, I remembered. I was going to talk about hustle culture and self love, we're back, everyone. And look, I knew it. That's why I was talking about my workaholism. Okay, anyways, back to the point. Um, yeah, I, I listen, okay? When, I think for me and for many people, when you talk about self-love, it, the feeling is disgust and no one wants to say they're disgusted so I'll raise my hand and I'll say it. It disgusts me. And I'm not proud of that. I don't feel good about it. But it's the truth. It's There's something about loving myself that feels disgusting. Because of my own... Maybe disgusting is kind of difficult to, for you to conceptualize. It's repulsive. It feels like it's pushing me away. If you can think of the... Uh, opposite of magnetism right like when you flip the magnets against each other like they're just repelling against um it feels repulsive in a way and i i think that has a lot to do with because of my own story and and an idea that that working really hard equates to worth and that it's a story as old as time for me it's a story bigger than me it's karmic it's it's passed down to me and it is It's within me it's a belief that I hold and it's still one that I have not yet successfully fully broken down and rebuilt and it's because there's a piece of my ego that, that wants to get worth from working hard it's really socially rewarding and I think when 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 you can kind of present to the tribe like look at all that I've done I'm so effing worthy and they go F yeah. Like that's also disgusting. Like there's a piece of that for me that's also fucking disgusted with that. And so it's, it's like, I, I, I don't know. I think that human beings are fascinated with disgust. It's why people love gory movies. And they, like, they express this on Halloween, like one month a year. And it's, we feel disgust all the effing time and it's it's such a wonderful guiding light when you feel disgusted and like let me tell you something that's really disgusted me lately this workaholism shit i used to love it okay i loved it i surrounded myself with people like this i ate slept and like breathed it it was like work hard you can earn anything i still like i said i started this saying like I haven't successfully fully broken down that narrative because there's a part of me that doesn't want to. There's a part of me that's like, yeah, you're worthy because you, you earned that and you worked hard. And it's hard for me to separate the belief of, of you are where you get yourself, which is essentially saying hard work, like whether that's emotionally or monetarily or whatever, like there's a piece of control that that gives you at least it gives me and so it's hard for me to separate that and break it down and it's it's i'm learning and i i'm in efforts to muse around and learn with you but i think it's really important when we look at self-love like i did that episode on david goggins and like i know this shit okay but uh, how dare i apply it to me right so it's like i look at all of these people who are like abusing themselves with work david goggins is like this super extreme example and it's like he doesn't believe he's worthy he believes he's a piece of shit and he's gonna prove that he's not and i think i maybe do you like that i think i might be um in this camp where i kind of (laughs) think i believe that self-hatred is like synonymous with working hard and, like, hustle culture is dying, you guys. And that's because Gen Z came and they were like, nah, y'all are wild. What are you doing? And, like, I I hate to make this generational, but here I am. Like, so many millennials, I'm a millennial, like, we are old enough now where we're, like, not progressing things forward that's not our generation's job right now it's gen z that does it and so we look at them and we're like what are you guys talking about and and what we came along and said we were like we also didn't want to work as hard but what we did do is we ended up kind of doing it anyways we ended up progressing and moving the needle towards (laughs) away from hustle culture and Gen Z like kicked it off the cliff and was like, no. And I, I think that I've seen this manifest in like a few different ways. I've seen it as like feminine marketing. There's like this huge, um, like, like do business like a woman, not like a man. And they, I think the great irony is, is that <sighs> I could do, maybe I should do a whole episode on this. Men, they they get shit done. Okay. Like they're going to get shit done, but that inherently is hustle culture. And like, um, what's the guy with the nasal strip, what is his effing name, Alex Hermosy? yeah, okay, that man, he admits it, okay, I, I think he's, like, the new Gary V, right, like, he's, like, a billionaire, he has this super hustle culture life, and hustle culture wife, and they're, like, yeah, earn, but it's, like, when is enough enough? When will you be worthy? When will you effing like yourself enough to say, you know what? I think we have got enough money because it's not about the money. It's he's when you're a billionaire and you've worked that hard, it's very admirable. But when we look through it through this other lens, it's like, wow, you really hate yourself. Don't you? You really effing hate yourself. And and it's not to say that like every rich person or every person that works hard hates themselves, but eh, mm, mm, I don't know. Depends on how you got your money, I suppose. But yeah, like I like I began to say, I might be in this camp where I think that hustle culture, or sorry, that that success and working really hard, kind of go hand in hand with hating yourself. And I think that's a really interesting idea. I don't know that it's true, but I think it's a really interesting idea because I know, like, the human will turn towards something to soothe themselves. It's just what we do. It could be sex. It could be food. It could be buying things. It could be earning things. This is all centralized in like a similar mechanism to me. And I think that every person has a version of this. And it's in knowing yourself that you start to separate apart where it isn't isn't healthy for you. What isn't isn't healthy for me in a work frame or a sex frame or a shopping frame is going to be different than you and your neighbor and your brother and your mother and your sister and and it's it's really important to know yourself so it starts to arise this question well how the f do you know yourself and I think that's where your little tiny hat made out of foil comes in handy there's no trick like there's no I think there was this huge like in the boom of the 80s and all the baby boomers like when they're coming of age, it's like, yeah, work really hard. And like, you're going to get somewhere in life and you'll be worthy. And like, that was true to some extent. And I think av- as we've kind of learned and grown, it was like, wow, all these people are really miserable. And I think that the monks have something right in in that it's like, let it all go. Let it all go. When you're free of all of the the... The tethers of your life, and you—you you can exist in the here and now. What do you have? What do you really have? And it—it's funny because the stuff that you have is—is often—it's not tangible stuff. Like the stuff that lasts, the stuff that makes impact. They're often relationships. Human beings are—are are by definition relational. I've talked about like tribes before, but humans are so relational and I it's we wither and we die without it and relation and connection is is energetic it's physical it's spiritual it's emotional it's it's like it's everything and so when you look at your connection to yourself and how you're connected to yourself if you learn it through a mechanism like working really hard you're gonna kind of like continue to you're not gonna kind of you're gonna strengthen that loop again and again and again to love myself I have to work really hard insert hustle culture and people love that shit I have to work so hard at the gym and kick my ass every day you know what no No, you effing don't. Your body will actually probably turn against you. It will be very mad. It will create a lot of inflammatory cytokines. There will be a bad situation that you need to be rested in order to heal because you've injured yourself quite literally. And it's not this big dramatic injury and we're like, oh yeah, I'm so tough. Fuck being tough, okay? Fuck being tough. You're all a bunch of sensitive babies and that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. So am I. And it's like, I spent so much of my life, and so many people I see spend so much of their life trying to convince themselves and everyone around themselves that they're so fucking tough and that they can do it and they can do it on their own. You don't have to do it on your own because humans are relational. You're not so fucking tough. That hurt your feelings. That hurt you. It hurt your physical body when you worked out really hard, and now you need a fucking break. And yeah, if you're a workaholic or you're someone who tends towards work, you're going to be like, oh my god, ew, I don't need a break. I need to work harder. I need to set more goals. I need to frame everything out. Blah, 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 blah. How about the thing you want to do? You do the opposite and see how much growth happens. Growth will occur because you're doing the opposite of what you continue to do. Trees do not grow one big root straight down, do they? No. They grow at least three big ones that sprawl out sideways and continue to branch out and branch out and branch out. They grow in opposite directions to create stability and grounding. You should do the same thing. This is really, really important when you think about your relationship to yourself and how you relate to to you. Like this relationship with, with you and the self and how you find worth and how you love yourself is really, really important it it will frame and it will dictate how you pilot yourself in this world and how you interface with the world and how you're interfacing inside with the self and the unconscious and it's 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 so interesting if you start to listen to yourself if you start to really listen what are your dreams saying what is your art saying What do you think about when you're on long walks? Are there all chemical symbols around you? It's it's tuning in and listening. It's not... It's not in... It's like meditative stillness. It's looking and observing and noticing. It's not going out, hunting down, killing, finding, dragging back to the den. There is a time for that. But this idea that like, instead of your morning routine, how about you just work more? How about fuck that and you do your morning routine and you take the rest of the day off? How about that? And how about your entire worth isn't equated through what you've built and how much money you made? How about that? beautiful example of how to reframe is i'm gonna read you a post by samantha skelly she's um she's owner of pause breathwork she's a cool lady i like her she taught me everything i know about breathwork or most of it anyway not everything a lot it's where i got certified through so she said we're not interested in smashing the glass ceiling we're interested in walking out of the building and never coming back so pause she's absolutely correct fuck your glass ceiling. I don't want to be in this building. I don't give a fuck about the ceiling. I'm leaving. And that idea, that idea is, I think, crazy to a lot of people. So she goes on to say, we're not interested in competing, hustling, forcing, and draining our life force from an arbitrary number on a PNL. We're interested in collaborating, connecting, and creating art that impacts and changes the fulfillment and happiness of humanity. We're not interested in winning for the sake of winning, if that means sacrifice and death of the things in life that bring us joy. We're interested in having it all, achieving greatness that ignites our missions, and being so deeply fulfilled in every other area of our life. We are not interested in draining out our adrenals, living off of coffee and adrenaline, feeling like shit to hopefully one day feel like we've made it. We're interested in prioritizing our well-being above everything else, practicing radical self-love so that energy... I think she meant to say we radiate into our projects. It fuels them to become abundant and impactful. We're not interested in doing it the old way. We're interested in doing it the new way, our way. People over profit, love at the center, a foundation of mindfulness fueled by heart and soul. We are women, the greatest creators on the face of the planet. We get to use that divine creative energy in our businesses to catapult this world into a whole new dimension. You feel me? So... I think it's really hilarious. I am. I do not identify um, as anything politically feminist at all. Um, and, but I I I love this idea that, like, women are the universe from which we all we all came out of a woman, and that's women know how to create. We know how to birth into life. We know it, and we don't have to hustle to work for it because we we know and it it's like it's so interesting to me how these different energies if we approach business and life from a feminine energy we know that the universe holds it all and we know this from a feminine perspective we don't know it from a masculine one and to approach business from a masculine energy is hilarious because most of the time if not all of the time you're primarily selling to women hmm interesting women buy things like you can see it culturally it's just what they do it's not that men don't it's just that the framework upon which like these different energies see value and and see these things like there's there's this way in which to come from a, a feminine frame through business is like you don't need to participate in the hustle culture and I think some people might call it the patriarchy i don't I don't really know how I feel about that, but i I think what I know how I feel about is that if you're always hustling and you're always trying to work harder and be better, you're continually cementing this idea that you 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 hate yourself. I'm not good enough, I have to work for people to notice me, and I think like we know that that oftentimes men feel seen insecure in a point of self-worth when they've earned something and that's not something to be like that's bad it's just a noticing and women are like the social currency and I think it's funny because sales is just people and connection and that's what feminine energy is good at and so should we really be going about business from a masculine energy point all of the time I think it's a synergy of both and I think that To incorporate more feminine energy in your mindset. I'm not saying, you know, (laughs) listen, you can be lazy all that you want. And I I believe in working really hard. I can make a really good argument for it. It, Like I said, it's it's a code I haven't fully unlearned. It's not something that I can completely dismiss. I adore hard work. I adore achievement. And I could stand on my high horse and my soapbox and preach about it all day long because I I believe in the merits of hard work. I truly do, but I don't believe any longer in cementing this idea that you're a piece of shit and you need to work hard to prove that you're not. And I think that when we work hard, that's kind of what we're doing. And so I think if you can work hard through a frame that says, this is what I want and it's because I love myself, I think that that might be a little healthier, but I don't... Each person's capacity to do that, I think, is different. And quite frankly, the the <laughs> the Alex Ramosis of the world can have the billions of dollars and the self-hate because they're going to be born again, to, to play again, because it's not about what you can achieve materially in the material plane, right? There's so much more to this existence and in this life. And you can have it all. You can have money. You can have joy. You can have time with your family. You can have a good family. You can love yourself. You can work hard. You can have it all. And this idea in hustle culture that you can't, Oh, maybe you just need to uh, wake up earlier and work harder and practice more. I think there are seasons for that. Like I believe there are seasons for everything. But to live in this cortisol, amped up, adrenally stressed space all the time really, when we zoom out, it's it's hilarious to me. Like, it's hilarious to me. I think a beautiful balance, eh, maybe not actually. He just packages, like, the persona really well. Tony Robbins makes it look like it's so much fun to work my ass off. But I think as we've seen him age and evolve, like, he will admit, and he started spending more time taking care of his body, and he's looking at his health span now, and he has this more holistic view, and he's introduced feminine energy in in his belief system and, and how he practices life, rather. And it, it, you only have you at the end of the day, and, and your relationship and the connection that you have to yourself is at the center of everything. There's a reason why the all chemical symbol for the self is the sun. It's a dot with a circle around it, right? Like it's, it's so, so important that, that the self sits at the center and that the relationship is good because if you can't ever look into the sun, you know what I mean? It You know, are you going to be like, is it Archimedes that flew, flew too close to the sun and his wings melted and he, and he like fell into the sea? It's let your wings melt off, fall into the sea, learn the deep depths of yourself so that you can you can rise up again and fly towards the sun and, and it's not the wings that are fabricated by your father and made out of like wax and sticks and feathers. If you don't know that myth, go look it up and you'll understand but the point is 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 when you try to approach the sun or the self when you're ill prepared and you're you're hating yourself, you're going to fall into the sea. I encourage you to fly too close, fall into the sea, and let it all come out. Once it's all come out and you've yard sailed your life everywhere, look at the pieces of the self and rebuild with the proper pieces. They're the same pieces. You're just going to put them together in a different way. You're going to build something new. You feel me? So you might be asking, Naomi, how do I love myself? You know, I think this is unique to each person and I and I don't think I don't think it's math at all. I don't think I can say A plus B equals C. I don't think that's gonna happen. What I do think is that knowing yourself in whichever modality you can, know yourself really, really, really well. The somatic sensations of your body are beautiful keys. And if you're a heady person, a logical person, myself included, I don't always know how I feel. I notice that there are these guiding lights. I'll say something like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Or I'll pause and I'll I'll become blank. That's a guiding light. If you don't know something, start to know. Start to figure out how you can know. There's something there. There's something being protected with the, I don't know, the blackness is there for a reason. Swim around in the soup in the dark black sea swim around in the dark figure out figure out who you are in that dark space and it's not it's not really maybe it's not a seeing maybe it's in like a touching and a feeling in a tactile way there's all these senses that you have that aren't given credit to tap into those and with that I bid you adieu my friends wait I was plugging in the intro and I realized that I have something to say quit the belief that you think that you're not enough because if you don't quit obsessing over the belief that you're not enough and reinforcing it through the behaviors of not enoughness aka hustle culture and working really hard then you're just going to continue to do the same thing in a more clever way so stop Filling your Instagram feed, or your TikTok feed, or your YouTube Shorts feed, or whatever you watch, with all this information that's like work harder, work out more, do this Pilates routine, do this blah, blah blah blah, do this da 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 da. If your psyche cannot handle it, if you take in that information, quite honestly, as a form of "I should really do that," that narrative, I should, you know, that saying you should not should you, or, <laughs> you're shooting yourself, like you're shitting all over yourself. If you see things on your feed and put stuff in your brain and you think to yourself, I should do that, that is a form and should be a red flag for you or at least an orange flag that says, oh, this is me not loving myself. This is me thinking I'm not enough. And when you see that, you should be like, no, you know what? Good for me. This is the thing that I'm good at and these are the things that I do do and start giving yourself credit even if you feel like a big false fakey fakey liar do it. Fake it till you make it. There's, you're not a piece of shit. You're a human being and you're complex. And the the journey to begin to love yourself is, is, is deeply, deeply personal. But if you keep putting stuff in your brain that says, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. You shouldn't like yourself. You should be this way. You should do this. You should do this morning routine. You should do this yoga thing. You should do this red light thing. Like, That's good up into a point, right? If you're taking it in and and you feel like it's a should for you and you can't actually handle it, remove, delete, goodbye until you can start to titrate those things in and handle them because it's not a forever thing. It's not a black and white thing. But if you're like seriously putting stuff in your brain where you're like, that's reinforcing this message of like, I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not fast enough. I'm not, I don't work hard enough or Whatever start strengthening the neural pathways that are like i'm a really kind person i'm a really thoughtful person i'm really good at rest i'm really like i'm good at know it. like whatever those languaging things need to be it's so important how we talk to ourselves the language that you use to talk to yourself and the things that you put in your brain bucket are the most important thing in the world i don't know where this idea came from that like it doesn't matter what we watch or what we think to ourselves. It's ridiculous to me. You are your own universe in what exists between your two ears and your mind and the things that you think. You're always listening. Always. Heighten those senses. Pay attention and stop, stop hating yourself and abusing yourself with things in your feed that are are like making you feel less than, you know? it's hard in today's world and the same content can be viewed for someone else can be really uplifting and really like self-hating for somebody else it's not like this cut and dry thing it's unique to you so clean her up new year's coming clean up the feed all of them change the algorithm do it all right now i'm leaving i have nothing else to say i think adios (laughs) Well, folks, that's the end. Don't turn it off yet because I'm about to tell you how to join the community and the conversation. And that's important as a human being. You know what I mean? You can find us on the Instagrams at mindfulmove.co or our website, www.mindfulmove.co. There's no .com. That's the end because we're clever around here. I hope you have a beautiful day. I wish you nothing but the best. My soul honors yours and we'll catch you next time.